Hello, it's Alana here. I am an autistic ADHDer with a PDA profile, and you are listening to my podcast, Talks Too Much. I just realized I should probably just record a intro that I just put on every single podcast, <laughs> but I'm just doing it manually. Anyway, I've had to force myself to make this podcast because I released the promo for this podcast the other day. And the first message I got back about it was somebody giving me advice on how I do the podcast. So just for some context, I made a very conscious decision to record this podcast on my phone, wherever I am. I did this for a few reasons. One is if I have to be in a quiet room recording and it has to be organized and planned, I'm never going to do it. Never. And I know a lot of fellow neurodivergents can relate to that. Um, the other reason is that I'm trying to normalize different ways of communication, right? Like we don't have to do things the same way just because that's what everybody does. So that means the sound quality is sometimes going to be a little bit different from what you have heard before. And that's okay. That's okay. It doesn't have to be perfect. But the person that messaged me messaged me to tell me that they thought I should buy a microphone and record it with a microphone. And I wrote back and I said, you're kind of missing the point. The whole point is that I can record it wherever I am and I don't want to get a microphone because I would fucking forget the microphone or lose the microphone or the whole point is that it is accessible. So I wrote back and said that to the person and then they came back again and continued to push this idea that I should do that and that I was holding the phone too close to my mouth and I should take the phone away from my mouth. Now, look, I get it. That person I know is autistic and I understand the autistic desire to make a point when you think it's the right point and I get it. I don't actually have any ill feelings towards this person and she's probably listening. She knows how I feel because I was very direct. I'm very, very boundary when it comes to stuff like this. If I don't welcome that interaction, I will be very firm with you and I will let you know, which I did. I wasn't asking for feedback. I didn't ask if I should make any changes and I don't receive unsolicited advice very well, as you can probably tell from my tone. Also, I'm a pda If you tell me not to do something, mate, that just wants me to do it a million times more. Like part of me wants to record this episode breathing really heavily into my iPhone with it as close as humanly possible to my mouth, but I'm not, I'm driving. So unfortunately you won't be experiencing that. And also rejection sensitive dysphoria, like anybody else, if you haven't heard of that, basically we perceive rejections or some, some of us, some neurodivergent people, I'm not sure if rejection sensitive dysphoria is also a thing with neurotypicals. I don't know. But anyway, I'm just going to speak from a neurodivergent perspective because I am neurodivergent. And we can sometimes receive that kind of feedback as the biggest kick in the teeth to have finally done something that you've been thinking about for ages and finally getting yourself together enough. And I keep saying that I'm making this like neurodivergent friendly, but I still have to edit the podcast because I realized afterwards I leave really big gaps in between what I'm saying because sometimes because I'm recording this on the fly, I am thinking about what I'm going to say as I'm saying it. It's not planned. I haven't written down a topic. It's just when I feel like talking about something, I just talk about it. 
So to then have gone to the effort of recording, editing, I had to put together a little um, like video promo thing to do all of that. And then for the first message to be someone giving you unsolicited advice, that's enough to make me stop doing what I'm doing. I'm not saying that in a way that's like, oh, that person's ruined it for me because it's not. What I'm trying to highlight is that when you're sending somebody some sort of correspondence about what they've done, please try and take into account that they have taken so much effort to get to that point and you deciding to offer unsolicited advice can completely derail that effort. I'm not going to let it derail me, but it has put things on the back foot a little bit and it kind of created a block for me where I was like, well, what am I going to talk about now? And I thought, well, you know what? I need to process this experience, so I'm just going to talk about that. So, yeah, I guess what I'm saying is I know when you put yourself out there on the internet, I know you're putting yourself up for scrutiny. I know, oh, my God, I know that I'm going to get feedback that I won't like. I'm on TikTok. I mean, say no more. Never deleted so many people in all my life as I have on TikTok. But yeah, I guess if you're neurodivergent and you're receiving another neurodivergent person's work, before contacting them or commenting or whatever, maybe like just don't. <laughs> like I know the sound quality can be better, but I've made a conscious choice to do this. And I just wanted to say if you're in this situation or you have been in this situation where you've like, put all your effort into something and then someone has cut you down I really hope that doesn't make you give up because I know what that feeling is like you could have 5,000 people going oh my god this is the best thing we've ever seen done heard this is amazing I love it you're so creative you're so talented and then you can have one person who says something negative and you are only going to focus on that one person. So I hope if you have experienced this, that you can take a little bit of inspiration from me choosing not to let that stop me and do the thing anyway, because people's opinions are literally just that. They belong to that person. They come from that person's experience. They come from, you know, perhaps that person has internalized ableism or they might have internalized homophobia or internalized misogyny, you know, and those things are then projected onto you, but that doesn't mean you have to take them on. One of the things my psychologist gets me to do that has actually helped me so much is when something would happen to me that was sticking with me that I couldn't let go of, she would get me to have an imaginary conversation with the person where I would say, no, that's your opinion, but I'm giving it back to you. And I would actually physically wipe my hands over my body as if I'm wiping what they've given me back onto them. And now more and more as I've practiced that over the years, I can do that so much better now. I can see the thing that that person has tried to give to me and I can say, that's cool, but here, I'm giving it back to you. So yeah. Anyway, it's going to be a short one because that's the end of my rant and I'll see you guys next time. (music) 